When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. You know what time it is? It's time for football and time to jump into the action at FanDuel Sportsbook and lounge at Live Casino. Bet on your favorite teams at our self-service kiosk and sit back and watch the players duke it out on the field on our massive 40-foot video wall. Bet, watch, and win at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Gambling problem? Call one 800 gambler every month or so i like to do a podcast just kind of analyzing Steelers snap counts up until this point you know we got a couple more games left we'll do it at the end of the season as well but we're basically three quarters of the way through the season maybe a little, a little more obviously um who has been on the field you know so i just sort these things by most snaps played and we'll start here with the offense so i'm not exactly sure how to take this so Dan Moore, Kevin Dotson, James Daniels have not missed a snap. Chooks Okorafor has missed one. So that's four-fifths of your offensive line. And honestly, Mason Cole has played 835 out of a possible 882. So he's missed very little as well. All of them have appeared in all 13 games, of course. Started them all. You've started the same five offensive linemen. That's rare. So is this a positive or a negative? I think it's a positive in that I am a massive, massive believer that continuity on the offensive line is of the utmost importance. And playing together yields results. I mean, none of these guys are super talented. We know that. I'm not even talking about them as players. You look at the Rams, the Chargers. I mean, there's been so many teams that can't even put the same five out week to week. That's great. And the line's gotten better, and they're building continuity for the future. I'm sure somebody else will be added, but, you know, Daniels and Chooks have played a lot of snaps next to each other, and they probably will next year. You know what I mean? That's wonderful for building big picture. But (laughs) on the flip side, you can't use injuries as any kind of excuse. Well, run blocking hasn't been good, but, man, they're on their third center. I mean, many teams can say that, and we know that there's a shortage of O-linemen around the league. They haven't had to dip into the backup linemen on this team, which are, frankly, to me, very worrisome. And one of the reasons it'd be great to add a starting left tackle is because then Dan Moore all of a sudden gives you great depth because this isn't going to happen again. I mean, you basically missed, what, like 45 snaps from your starting five linemen. So that's the take on that. Overall, this offense has been very healthy. You know, I'm looking at the guys that have played the most snaps all the guys you want to from the start you know i mean obviously chase claypool's not in the equation and the quarterbacks have rotated or changed but your offense has been very very healthy which again with the o-line is most important but you can't use it as an excuse well boy i wonder what this would look like if deontay and pickens didn't get hurt you know (laughs) so 
you would hope it would be better because these are the people you planned on playing with. But it's not like I'm praying for injuries either. So those five linemen have played the most snaps. Deontay Johnson is next at 8.08. Pickens is at 6.85. It's a pretty big discrepancy, but early in the season, Pickens wasn't out there in two receiver sets. And every week, Johnson usually plays a couple more than Pickens still. So not the end of the world. He's a rookie, um, but they're next on the list. Kenny Pickett is eighth. He has played 593. I'll scroll down and just find Trubisky. Trubisky has played 288. Pickett has played 593. Adds up. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's played 10 games. Uh, Trubisky's played in six. Najee is next. Again, he's played in all 13. He played 578. Pat Fryermuth is at 550, which he did miss a game. He was only in 12. Um, I was also told, I'm glad we t- mentioned Fryermuth too. I was told by a reputable source, I kind of went on a rant yesterday about Fryermuth's playing time, and I'm not off that rant, to be honest with you. I'm not sure he should ever leave the field except for when he needs a, a breather. He's that type of player. Um, but he does have a foot that's bugging him and was bugging him during the game as well. So full dis- you know, full disclosure, that was part of the factor. But I know he's missed a game. He's played 550 where Deontay's played 808. Like... Shouldn't that be 808 and 700 or 650? You know, so thinking about writing my article this week about these snap counts and what adds up and what doesn't. That's why I'm kind of doing this now to kind of talk through it with you guys and then maybe put it on paper and where their mistakes were made or, you know, where the luck factor was with like with these injuries. So again, I mean, we just talked about the top 10 dudes in terms of playing time on offense. All those guys have played 550 snaps or more. And Pickett's the only one that wasn't an opening day starter. Like, few teams can say that. I mean, I will will definitely discuss it with you when it comes out. But after the season, Football Outsiders goes through and they have a great injury metric. You know, how many games lost every team lost? I mean, their offense or defense. Sure looks like the Steelers are going to be one of the healthiest offenses in the league. So, again, is that good? Yeah. But you can't use injuries as an excuse either. So all the guys they counted on playing have played a lot, basically, of their top 10 offensive players. I I made it 10 because number 11 is Chase Claypool, who played an awful lot in his eight games, 462 snaps. Gentry is next. He's played 436. So Fryermuth at 550. Gentry's at 436. Remember, Fryermuth did miss a game. But I need more than 100 more snaps in that gap. I just do. I mean, I'm I'm souring quickly on Gentry because his blocking hasn't been spectacular either. Trubisky's played 288, as mentioned, uh, in six games. Now, here's your spot players. I'm going to consider Gentry not a starter, but plays a big number of snaps every week. Jalen Warren at 239. Again, Harris was at 578. I like that ratio. I I think they shoot for because we go through this almost every week, I think they want to play two snaps of Najee to one of Harris. That, that Najee gets two-thirds of it, Harris gets the, or Najee gets two-thirds of it, Warren gets the one-third of it. I think that's a perfect ratio. What Najee did last year is too much. Um, and now we get into the slot guys. And obviously, these guys have all spiked since Claypool left. Sims at 160, Gunner at 152. I'm fine 
next year if Steven Sims plays 160 to 200 snaps or so. But he's out there a lot now, and I understand that's a byproduct and uh, of the Claypool trade. And, oh, by the way, you have the 33rd pick in the draft for it, and that's way more valuable than, boy, they're not great at the slot right now on December 13th. Um, but I want Sims as my returner fourth guy next year. I don't want Gunner anywhere. I mean, unless he's the best special teamer of all time, I don't really think he needs to be on this team, to be honest with you. he's So they've played about equal snaps, 160 to verse 152. But it is noteworthy. Sims missed a stretch there. He only played eight games. So he plays, he outsnaps Gunner. So that was a little misleading by me. Um, Connor Hayward's snaps have really gone up. I mean, early in the season, he was getting two, four. He's up to 121 in 13 games. And we'll talk special teams. He's been a, a comp- major component there. But um, I want to see more and more of him. I mean, that would be one of my rest of the year projects is let's bump up Hayward's snap counts and see what happens. Miles um, Boykin's been missed a little bit on offense. He's played 73 I kind of like what he brings to the table. I mean, I'd rather have him out there than Gunner. Neither is spectacular, don't get me wrong. But his size and his blocking ability, and he's a great special teamer. We'll get special team snaps. Um, he's he's missed some games, though. He's only been out, he's only been available for 10. Derek Watt's been available for 13 games and has played 57 snaps. His has also spiked a little, like two snaps a game since Claypool left. But um you know, that is what he is. I mean, and I'm fine with him not being on offense. He is a great special teamer, so that's worth it to me. So because of that, the rest of this group has hardly played at all. I mean, like if you go to most teams, they're top 19 or whatever. They're top 15, or, or I'm sorry, like 15 through 25 have a lot more snaps in this because the Steelers haven't missed many guys on offense. So I'll buzz through these quick. Hassan Howers played 46. That correlates with Cole going out. Snell's played 43, pretty much all in the last couple weeks. McFarland's played 21. That's only one game he's played in. Um, Snell's only seen the field on offense for five games. Uh, Trent Scott, 14 snaps. I assume that's in six pack, you know, six offensive line packages, goal line, things like that, because he's seen the game and he's seen the field in five games. I honestly don't know if he's good or not. Uh, I lean towards not. Cody White played 10 snaps in the only game he made it. And then there's a bunch of rando one guys, you know, that don't really matter. So I think that's interesting, you know, in that a lot of the same people are on the field for 13 games, which is rare. And is that going to pay off next year? Or is that a byproduct of, man, what ha- what if injuries hit? Would this be the worst day offense in the league? All right, we will be back with defense, which is probably a little more intriguing, to be honest with you, because nobody plays every snap, especially in the front seven. Um, Okay, we'll be back in a moment. Got a little drink of water. And I haven't looked at this in a while. I'm a little shocked who their leader on defense is. And to show you, 847 possible snaps. Your leader is Alex Highsmith at 734. So 
guys don't play every – it's not like offensive linemen or quarterbacks where they play every snap, you know. But I am shocked it's Highsmith. I thought it would be one of the defensive backs, Edmonds, Fitzpatrick, Sutton, all of whom played every snap this past week and often do. But Fitzpatrick's missed two games. Sutton's missed one. Edmonds has missed one. So that's basically the reason they're not at the top of this list. But as mentioned in the first segment, people get hurt. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> they deal with injuries. So Highsmith's number one. Edmonds is two. Minka is three. Sutton is four. They're the only ones over 700. But again, Highsmith's the only one of those guys that have not missed a game. Um, now you get into, I don't say rotational players, but guys that are by design not playing every snap. And Highsmith doesn't play every snap either. Miles Jack leads the inside linebackers. He is at 648. Although recently he gets out snapped by Bush every week. Um, Cam Hayward leads the D lineman at 615 by a pretty wide margin. I mean, now I'm going to scroll down here. Cam's at 615. Ogan Joby's at 476, but Ogan Joby has missed a game. Still, it's a pretty big discrepancy. You knew Cam was going to be one, but that's still a pretty big discrepancy. In terms of linebackers, Jack's at 648. Bush is at 603. And again, his usage is climbing. Um, both those guys have yet to... Um, Jack did miss a game. I'm sorry. Jack did miss a game. So Bush has played all, but Jack is not playing nearly 100% of the snaps lately. Levi Wallace has missed two games, and he is at 533. And if you remember, he was the corner that played the second most snaps this week, and it was by a massive margin because the Steelers played like half their defensive snaps with only one corner on the field, which you just don't see. But he's been out there a lot when healthy. Uh, he has missed two games. Mentioned Ogan Joby. He's ninth in off or defensive snaps. Arthur Millette is 10, despite, I think, playing one snap this week. You know, they never were in nickel, never were in dime. But he's at 414. He has been available for every game. Um, Malik Reed has just missed this recent game, but he's, he's played 377, which is about what I expected when they made the trade. I wish they were a little better snaps, but I mean, he's an NFL player. He's fine. Um, if he's your 11th most used defensive player in terms of snaps for the year, I don't have a real problem with that. I do have more of a problem with this, and I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. This is Spillane is the 12th most used player. He's missed a game, too, and he's at 370, 373. Again, Bush was at 603. Jack was at 648. Um, still, I, I, I still think there's too much Spillane on the defense. Wormley, unfortunately, was injured this week, and but he's played a good amount for him. 13 games, 338 snaps this year. Perfect. You know, like last year, because of two injuries and Lulu injuries, he was like double that. I mean, and that's not what you want. He's a fine player, but I don't want him out there for 50 snaps a game. 338 over the course of this year. Perfect. Role player does fine. Here's the killer, of course. TJ Watt has only played in six games and has only played 313 snaps. So he's you know, nothing more to say about that, obviously. I think you can figure that out on your own. This has been disappointing as well, and Witherspoon has only been in four games and only played 248. I don't know if we'll see him again. I mean, I'd like to see Jackson. I don't think Witherspoon will probably be back this year. Basically a failed experiment. Not that he was horrible, but it was kind of basically a failed experiment where I think Levi Wallace was a more positive than negative experience. And if I'm picking between the two, I definitely want Wallace. 
Uh, this one kind of hurts your body a little bit and hurts your soul a little bit. But Tyson Alualu has only played 241 snaps. I think this past game was his heaviest usage. Hasn't missed a game, but he's just been bad. I, I mean, unfortunately, I, he's shot. Yeah, I think this is the end for him. Trey Norwood's a guy I like. Um, he's only been in nine games, 235, which is fine. He has some versatility. I mean, he helps on special teams when he's active as well. Um, I mentioned Alulu. He is now out snapped Adams, 241 to 215. They're both numbered. I mean, Adams is a two. Uh, I think Dale and I were talking about this yesterday that they really need to find somebody that's equivalent to the Alulu of two and three years ago and, and make Adams the two. And I know nose tackles are easy to find, but not a priority for people. But. It'd be nice. Imagine this defense with the two-year-ago version of Alulu. I mean, then, then you're talking. I'm a James Pierre fan. I think he should be in the mix, not starting mix, but in the mix for next year. He's only been active for seven games, but 201 snaps over seven games is quite a bit for a very good special teamer and quality outside corner. I mean, those guys don't grow on trees. Uh, one of my favorites is KZ. Unfortunately, we've only had him for five games, but he's playing about 30 snaps per game, 164 for the year. Uh, Liao has also missed time. He's back. I assume this will spike with the Wormley injury. He's been in seven games. Many of them have been six snaps, you know, things like that. But he's played 112 snaps over seven games. It's pretty good. Um, Josh Jackson. How about this? Remember Josh Jackson? Two games, 85 snaps. Hey, Josh, go out there and play like crazy. Um, Isaiah Loudermilk's been a little disappointing. I wonder if the Warmly thing helps his cause because we've only seen 77 snaps out of Loudermilk. He's been inactive a fair amount. Six games played. I kind of like Jameer Jones. I mean, as a four, as an edge guy, he's been in 10 games, 71 snaps, which is about perfect. I mean, I think you guys can do the math. That's 7.1 snaps a game. If Jameer Jones is out there for six to 10 snaps, I can live with it. And that was also during TJ's injury, too. So um, some of the other guys have been out there. Ryan Anderson, Delonte Scott, Miles Killebrew, Carlos Davis, Quincy Wilson, Elijah Riley. Uh, all those guys are 28 snaps or less. Those were breaking case of emergency, more or less. Um, lastly, I always think this is very interesting, too, is who who's playing all the snaps on special teams? And you'll understand why they're on the team. So we'll make this quick, but the leaders in special team snaps are Killebrew at 230, Snell at 229. Why Snell on this team? He plays every snap on special teams. Watt, Derek, 229 as well. Oh, they're overpaying for a fullback. He's ever out there. He's one of the best special teams players in the league, and he's out there for every phase, you know, so that's important. Um, Connor Hayward as well. Mentioned him before. He's at 224. And Jameer Jones is at 211. So those are the guys that are 200 snaps or more. They're between 211 and 230. Killebrew, Snell, Watt, Hayward, Jameer Jones. And they play all four of the core groups. Kick return, kick coverage, punt return, punt coverage. They're out there for every snap of those. Um, James Pierre is not on the kick return team. That's why he's lower than these guys. Oops, I, sc I skipped Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen's right behind those guys, too. 198, um, he's kind of the version of Derek Watt where I never want him on offense. And Snell, 
but he is a core special teamer for Danny Smith. All four of the phases, he plays every snap. So those six are basically out there all the time. Pierre is not on kick return team. He's at 159. Boykin has missed some time. Um, I mentioned he only played six games. That's how many times he was on offense. He's played 12 games on special teams. He's at 158. He is not on the punt return team, but he's on the other three. Uh, Trey Norwood's at 141. He is not on punt coverage, but he's on the other three. He's played some on the punt return team, but only 12 snaps there. Arthur Millette's played 111, almost all on kickoff coverage and punt return. Uh, Presley Harvin's been out there for 110, whatever, um, all on punt coverage, of course, and field goal holding. You know, that's, what, he punted 110 times? No, he's also a holder. Um, same with Christian Kuntz. You know, he's out there for 52 field goal attempts, you know, so those guys don't really count. Um, Spillane's played 95 snaps. Gunner's only played 94, which again, I mean, those are my two guys that are in the doghouse. If you're only contributing less than a hundred snaps on special teams at this point, and which tells me they think their value is on offense and defense, bleh, you can go. Uh, sorry. Uh, I just don't feel it there. Uh, Jalen Warren's been a valuable special teamer as well on both the kick teams, kick coverage and kick return. Uh, he has played 93. Edmonds has played 91, all on punt return, as well as field goal block. Field goal block, I don't really count, you know. Um, and then we got Cam Hayward at 90. Again, those are like the big teams, field goal block, those type of things, pass protection. So I'm not going to get into the rest of those guys. I mean, those are those are the core special teamers, really. Killebrew, Snell, Watt, Connor Hayward, Jameer Jones, Marcus Allen, James Pierre, Miles Boykin, Norwood, Millette. Those are your core special teamers. Those are basically why they're on the team as we speak. So interesting exercise for a Wednesday. Wednesday, I always don't know exactly what to do. Um, we'll we'll you know, come up with something creative on Wednesdays. Thursday and Friday, we'll start digging into the Panthers. Pretty impressed with them. They have a formula. I think the new coaching hire has paid dividends. They're going to be a difficult test. So over and out. Take care.